DACA, ITIN, first time home buyer or want to invest? Embar Mendez is a bilingual agent with Remax Real Estate Results, ready to help you. Call or text her today to talk about buying or selling property at 479-879-3398. Hey everybody, this is Irvin with the District 3 Podcast. We're back on another episode of this week. Um, our co-host Manny's actually not here with us today, so I'm going to be taking on the episode by myself. But we'll be all right. Uh, we'll miss Manny, but he'll be here back next week. Um, so, pretty much one of the first things that I kind of wanted to talk about and I wanted to mention was the fundraiser that we mentioned last week in regards to um, helping out the documented folks who still need help with the renewal fees for DACA. Um, and I have an update, um, because of the fundraising and because of the generosity of a lot of people, we've been able to raise close to $13,000 um, within these past few days to be able to help, um, I believe, about 26 people, which is a, a, a great accomplishment just because $495 to pay every year is big for a lot of people, and a lot of the times they can't afford it, you know, and there's, we've heard a lot of stories of folks who simply did not renew because they just couldn't afford it and they didn't have the resources so this is going to be big for a lot of people who um, you know christmas is coming up and you know the ultimate gift that you can give people is opportunity right so i think it's really cool that the generosity of so many people i was telling our guests today that um, i was getting money through venmo i was getting money through the mail checks through the mail um, and through any other way, GoFundMe as well, which was the biggest, the biggest way that we got money. So we're super happy that we're going to be able to help out all those people, all those, all those people. And we're, we hope that maybe we can make this into a yearly thing, you know, when it gets close to December that we all get together and, and fundraise for folks. But let's hope that, that uh, we don't have to rely on DACA um, and immigration reform passes within the next few years. That's, that's kind of what we're hoping for. Because, of course, DACA is a temporary fix. It's only a work permit that will now last two years. But the upcoming administration has made the promise that when they would come into office, they would work on passing some sort of immigration reform and uh, review all the, the immigration policies that were reversed by the Trump administration. So we're hoping that we don't have to rely on DACA, that there is some immigration reform, that there is a pathway to citizenship, hopefully, for these um, 11 million undocumented immigrants in this country. Uh, but we're going to be right back with our guest. But first, we're going to play some music from a local band, Olympics. This song is called By the Wire, and we'll be right back after this quick break.
Olympics and uh, good music, good music. We know Kevin Lujano, who's one of the members of the group. So, there we go. And, uh, but yeah, going back to the folks that are here today joining us, our guests, friends of the podcast, uh, Samuel Lopez and Manuel Velasco, thank you all for joining us from Outer City Limits. We, we on the outer. We, up, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we don't really do the. The uh, ER version of that. Not, and that's just more on the like. Uh, kind of just more of like a friendly type thing. Yeah. Just kind of like know that we are like for people kind of just do the double TA. And so. people probably listening are like outer city, outer city limits. What exactly is that? Is that a band? Is that a production company? Is that some sort of, of other kind of company? Can y'all explain a little bit about what outer city limits is about and why y'all have the name? So 
Out of City Limits is more of like a multimedia production company. So we do everything in-house, everything from if you need graphics to video production, we, we do it all. So trying to figure out if you need lighting, we can also provide that. If you need uh, sound mixing for a video, we can do that. The point is, what we want to do is bring that to our community in the best way possible. So if you, you have a business you want to promote, you have music you want to promote, you have an idea, concept for a movie you want to you want to make. It's like saying if you come to us with a plan or some type of idea, we can we can help aid that vision. Mm. And I don't know if Manny wants to speak on why we call it Out of City Limits. I mean, Out of City Limits. Uh, I moved here, I guess, in two thousand and eight from Chicago, Illinois. Mm. And um, kind of ever since then, my family has owned a piece of land out right right outside of the city limits of Springdale. Right, just by Butterfield Coach. And so I've kind of grown up on this side of town. I guess we can call it the east side. Because, <laughs> mm. I mean, that's what most people my age call it. Um, and I guess just from the start of it, it was a podcast. Mm. Oh, it was? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, it was a okay. podcast. Me and Sam, we, we didn't call it Out of City Limits at that point, but we kind of coined the term together because of uh, all the things that we were trying to start doing. I didn't. We weren't really shooting videos at that point either. It was kind of more of less of like, this is where we hang out. This is where we talk about our ideas. Mm -hmm. And then, like, I, I guess everybody says that because of my house, you can, there's, like, a nice view of the whole city. So you can see, like, mm. George's, uh, sadly. But, like, you can see, like, like Every, the hospital. All the poultry, the poultry. Well, literally, if you get on top of my boy's roof, you can see all the way down to, like, Old Main. Old Main, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. So you can see a lot. Because mm. it's, he's on the only, one of the few hills in Springdale. Okay. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of like the cross you know how when you go to the cross you can see the back yeah, yeah. you can yeah. see all the city yeah. something like that but this was our <laughs> our version yeah and um after that uh we bought a gopro and we were just kind of filming us hanging out someone said shoot a music video and then the rest is history just kept buying more and more equipment and learning youtube tutorials and yeah now i shoot videos for anything pictures anything i guess that can you can do with the camera and editing software um, that's me Legit, legit. And Sam, you're a second time uh, guest of the podcast, right? You've been here two times already. Is it two or three? Two, right? Have I? I think you've joined the club of, of uh, second timers. Second time. Um, so <laughs> we, know, we know a little bit about Charity, but can, can you can all talk about just about like your history here in Springdale? Of course. So actually, me and Manny met in J.L. Kelly Middle School. So I've known Manny since probably 12 or 11 years old. Uh, that's really how Out of City Limits is, like, this conjunction of people that we've met in Springdale. So there's a lot of history to why we call it the East Side, because a lot of us grew up uh, east of the tracks, like, mm -hmm. east of on West End, because, like, the old group that we used to run with in terms of the music, and still there, is, like, everything east of on West End was, like, people that we grew up around, people that we played soccer with, people that, you know, we went to Sunday church with, people we've ate together with. It's just about that community. And so, if you don't know me, I do a lot of stuff just in general, but like community is something that's like dear to me. So I'm always out trying to figure out how we connect people, how I bring the information to people, and how I'm in these tables. Cause I'm always, I'm always doing something. So like somebody always comes to me with opportunity to be at this table, to sit down yeah. and talk about these things. And so, because I am so tied into it, a lot of people seek me out for guidance or for some type of, uh, I would say consultation. Mm. Um, I've seen the city grow. I've been part of its growth. I've been an artist in many ways that has expanded in, in every area 
in some way. So I know everybody from like the visual art side, the music side, the video side. And now for me, it's like, I just want to put that together and show people, hey, I can help you promote yourself in a way that's independent of the larger type of like people, in my opinion. Because mm -hmm. I think we need that like small, like batch creatives that can deliver but something incredible. We already have like a bunch of creative people in like Springdale, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. But like, like Sam says, like bringing it all together has kind of always been, uh, I guess, uh, everybody's dilemma. And you came from Chicago, yeah, Chicago. Uh, right? Why, why did y'all end up in Arkansas? So my uncle Menyo, <laughs> a lot of people call him, uh, he came like, I don't know, like 30 years ago, mm. and he was working for Cargill. Mm. And then my family's from Tayawa. Uh, I think it's Zacatecas, I'm not talking okay. on that. My wife's from Zacatecas. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, my cousins are going to hear this and mad at me. <laughs> for not, <laughs> for not knowing. knowing. Yeah. And um, so... I guess he just brought all the family from Chicago, California, and Texas to Arkansas, and we kind of just like started all growing here. It's so crazy how like these uh, poultry factories, well, just the work in general from poultry factories, uh, caused the migration of our families here, right? Because like that's why we're here. Because yeah. like my uncle told my dad, "Hey, uh, there's work over here. You know, the the uh, rent is cheap, yeah. and everything's not as expensive as it is in California." And now, like, now I'm trying to do the same thing to my family that's in California. You know, I went, I went back to California, like, two months ago. Yeah. And I visited my family over there in, in Salinas, California, Gonzalez, California. And things are expensive. Right. First of all, the gas is super expensive. The rent is super expensive. I was comparing, like, how a house is valued over there compared to what you can buy here for that money. And I was the person trying to tell my family, yo, come over here. Like, it's still early. You can still buy a house. And it's safer. Right. You know, and I feel like um, it sucks that there is a lot of oppression in those poultry factories and there continues to be, you know, in Cargill, Tyson, Georgie's and all those. But at the same time, it's like it's kind of a reason why we're here in a way. Yeah. Right. Right. It's crazy because, I mean, we hear the yeah. story all the time. Like yeah. We always ask people, like, where are you from? Because no one's it's hardly you meet someone that's actually from Springdale, Fayetteville, yeah. Rogers area, like that was born here and grew up here. That's like our age. And yeah, everybody just comes from here because of people's family telling there was work, there was homes. Yeah. And and we didn't really understand where Arkansas was or what it was until we started growing up in it. And then we become the culture bearers of that. This regional city, re regional place that has a bunch of different cities, that have different identities, that have different subcultures because of where people come from. So... There's a lot of people from Guanajuato here. Oh, yeah. So, like, you know... The Shout out to the people from right. the box. Uh, yeah, man. So, the, the, the taquerias, you know, the influence in that is amazing. But it's also kind of, like, it's interesting because we live in a part of America where the predominant culture was not ours. So, I come from Texas where, like, it was all, it's always been very Mexican-heavy influence. Yeah. So I, I grew up speaking Spanish more than... Literally I, used to be Mexico. Right. <laughs> so I grew, I grew up speaking more Spanish than I did English, and that really kind of affected my growth because when I got to Arkansas, I didn't know English as well as other kids. I, wasn't, I, I was one of those kids that always wanted to be as smart, if not smarter, in class because I just... I like that. I like to be in, in, in the ability to help others. Mm -hmm. And so when I was... And I was doing all of that. It's it's crazy how much you actually get to recognize that I'm part 
of the flight that happened because of gentrification. Mm -hmm. And every area that we're coming from is being gentrified. Downtown Springdale? No, I'm talking about we left the places that we lived in because it was being gentrified. Mm -hmm. So we moved to a place where we make it better and we contribute to the economics to the point where it gets gentrified. So the mm -hmm. fact that our culture in some way becomes this like, um, it, it gets recolonized. It becomes, uh, because, because at the end of the day, like our food, our music, our people are celebrating. Because that's, that's one way I think we find happiness and joy in life is to celebrate one another. It's why we party at, like every week. It's why we... Not we not, not no more, right? But it's why we like to celebrate. And yeah. I think that's something that we work so hard every day to put food on our tables to make sure that the rent is paid. It's why we party just as hard, in mm -hmm. my opinion. And it's crazy to think that the four or five big companies that that make Northwest Arkansas, Northwest Arkansas had this plan 30 years ago. So in 1994, when the council came together and started to implement the plan for a regional airport is when all the influx of people started coming. So to me, it's like, it's designed to be this way. So why not be in, why not put yourself in the community where you can influence that change if they want it to be regional? If you want my culture, if you want my people, I want you to hear me out so that you know what we want. Not what you want, because I know what you want. You want to attract people from the coast to come live here. You want to get world talent to come here. But understand that the talent is already here. It's how we grow together. And so, like, that's been my, my biggest thing is that's the story that I want to narrate. That's the story that I want to tell is the people that grew up here. So I've, one of the things that you mentioned was about, like, people reaching out to you and you, in a way, consulting them, you know? Um, I've, I've obviously been in that situation too, right? People will approach me and say, what's your opinion on this? What do you think we should do here? Um, have you gotten to the point yet where you tell them, you know, my time is money and I need to be paid for my work? Right. Like, do you, do you put no. that line down? Because I know yeah, that there has to be some people that, like, if it's, if it's if people it's, in oppressed communities yeah. and, like, and they need your help, yeah. help them, right? Right. But yet there's people that have money and, like, if yeah. they're asking for your ideas, it's like, where's the check at? One hundred, one, and that's <laughs> no, and that's something that we have to do a, a better job of protecting our people, because oftentimes they are being used or manipulated in a sense so that they can become what other people want them to be for for their organization. And it happens here a lot; they get tokenized. But there's power in that because mm -hmm. you are chosen. If you are choosing to be yourself and lead yourself, you have the ability to compromise in that. So, what I did was. I added value to myself. I wanted to keep growing and keep finding ways to improve myself and the people around me. And because of that, I was like, y'all need me more than I need you because you want to grow something that I already have. Yeah. So if you don't want to pay me, I don't want to be here. Yeah. And that's what I tell the people that have the money. Obviously, the people that come to me with like, my friends, my people that are around me, they got, hey, I'm with you. If, yeah. it, if it's losing weight, if it's gaining this, if it's building that, if it's... Like, I want to better my life. I'm there because that's what makes me happy. The reason I charge other people for my ideas is so I can make that money work for my people. Yeah. And if those people want to give me a bigger bag, I promise you I'm just going to triple your bag. Like, I'm just yeah. going to make that bag bigger. Mm -hmm. Like, that's that's on me. That's on, come on now. Like, yeah. How do you feel about that, Manny? I mean, Sam's always been, I mean, <laughs> to the 2015 generation from SHS has always been Mr. Springdale. 
mm. and like our eyes. <laughs> so like he hates that title because I feel like it does put a lot of pressure on him. But uh, yeah, I mean, ever since we've were kids, I mean, everybody's always known Sam. To, like not in a bad way, but like he's always <laughs> like. I remember I would like to tell this story because it's funny how we became friends after high school. Because in middle school, he would always come up to me and ask me, hey, Manny, what's wrong? I guess I had a weird face or I don't know. I, mean, <laughs> yeah. I looked some type of way. But every single day, he'd always come to me, hey, dude, what's wrong? Are you okay? You good? And I would just, one day blew up on him and just kind of like, dude, yes, I'm fine. Like, mm. stop asking me. And then it wasn't until after high school that like all those years passed and we still knew each other. We still talked to each other. that I did realize that this guy genuinely just wants to care for people. Like, mm -hmm. he literally, like, if you're around him and you add value to his life, which is, in a lot of different ways, he will show love to you. Like, I mean, he, I, I, I mean, I have people in my corner that have always believed in me, but Sam's kind of always been that dude to like, if I ever have doubts, like, dude, like, look how far we came, look at how much we're doing, look how much we can get. These opportunities are endless. Mm -hmm. We ain't got time to be sad. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I mean, so like, that's always kind of been his way of being. I mean, if you meet his mom, like, you understand why, like, his family is just, all love yeah and i think that like it, it can be overwhelming though like when you hear when you get people like pulling you from all these different sides you know that want you to help them out whether it be uh without you charging them or with 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 them paying you um if you don't balance that out it can kind of cause a lot of stress and i i get that all the time like I don't know why, but I guess people think that I do everything. So I'll get questions that people should be asking lawyers, right? Right. I'll get, I'll get told, like, I got a message the other day that was like, hey, do you know much about, like, the land in, on this side of, like, Bentonville? I'm like, why would I even? Yeah, come on now. <laughs> why would I even know? Like, I'm not a realtor, you know? Like, I'm, but it's like, I don't know, people, and then if, then if you don't answer them in time, right. some people will get upset. Some people would be like, okay, well, I mean, I, I'm just going to go ahead and delete this message because you didn't answer me. And it was just like one day, right? But people like have their own priorities and sometimes can cause a lot of stress unless you put that like line and say, hey, like you have to understand that I'm busy. You have to understand that I'm trying to make a living for my family, you know, for, for me. And, and, and I think barriers are super important. Do you all struggle with, with that, with barriers? Oh, yeah. yeah definitely. Even when the barriers aren't necessarily like what you would think. Some people don't realize success at an early age can be very deceiving to a lot of people. In my opinion, like, like for example, when I was on Time Magazine with people with the likes of Stacey Abrams, QC, and stuff. No, like, it puts that type of pressure on you to be somebody or be someone to, to a lot of people. And the organization I was wor working at the time was like, we want you to capitalize on that newfound whatever it was, whether it was clout, fame, whatever. But you don't realize how your name is being misconstrued in the eyes of the people. Because at the end of the day, I'm a real human being that is trying to uplift a lot of people. And so you, you, you give me that platform, but you also give me a bunch of things I didn't ask for with that. Which is why you get questions about real estate in a place you don't even live. Mm -hmm. It's like, how do I take that and tell people, give me a second because I'm still trying to grow up. I'm still trying to make what I, I still, I'm still trying to live my life. I'm still trying to be happy. I'm trying to make sure that my family's good. And it's like, to manage that, I needed to grow a little, you know, needed to find out who I was a little bit more. And so for me now, it's like, I tell people I might need a little bit of time. I'm a little bit more like, I'm a little bit more understanding about how I feel. 
Yeah. You know, like being an actor, being a writer, being a rapper, being an artist, I've been part of so many beautiful things that have happened in my city, but I also feel responsible for a lot of the misguided actions that the city takes in terms of like not really listening to their people and noticing that. But I see how they use me as a pawn to get to my people to make it feel like it's inclusive. And I don't like that. Especially during election. Yes. And so I have to be more conscious of that and not just conscious of that, I have to fight that. And to fight that is like, that's the video camera. That's the creative part of us. That's like, that's who we are. And that's, that's what I want to show people is like, you're going to see, like, you're going to see in these coming years, these coming months, like we got, we, we got sauce. Like Springdale is saucy. Like it is, like it is. And what are some of the plans or ideas that you all have for Outer City Limits in regards to just, you know, what kind of work you all want to do, uh, where you all see Outer City Limits in the next year or so? Like 2021 is coming up. We're in yeah. December now. Yeah. You know, so I think especially when you have like a project like this or, or a uh, company, you kind of do sometimes start thinking at the end of the year, you know, what's next for us next year. So have you all thought about that? And if so, like, what are some of the, the things that you all have no, in mind? Definitely. Uh, I mean, I don't know if anybody can we give out the Austin. Dude, I think we should. I think this is the perfect place to like be like, yo, this is what we're working on. Okay, so it's been a couple of years. Uh, we've been working on this documentary with, uh, I don't know if you guys know him. He's from the Bay Area. Austin Dean Ashford mm-hmm. plays a ukulele. He raps. He does a lot of uh, really cool uh, one-man shows and stuff and he's a international artist he's performed at uh the biggest festival in, in the uk yeah what is it called edinburgh something yeah like and then um i mean he's a phenomenal person and artist and just honestly just really entertaining is like mm-hmm. just what he does and um we just been working on a documentary for him and it should be coming out 2021 okay so that'll be that's really been a big project that we've been working on but i mean other than that i mean i've been shooting music videos three years now so i'm hoping i can land a, a bigger artist bigger artist and start getting because i mean little rock is popping right now not, yeah. not, not a lot of people know that but there's signed right. artists and i'm just trying to get to where, the point where like i mean there's more people in nwa like that but like for now i think i gotta go out of the city to catch me a big fish outer city limits <laughs> yeah, outside the city limits. yeah well and, that, and that's the thing like people don't know this but like arkansas has a lot of talent so I've been to Little Rock. Uh, one of our good friends, Bray Lenny, soul singer from down there. We've done a video for him. We've done videos for uh, like probably over 15 artists locally for like uh, Bobby Williams. We have uh, a- a- Rockstar Lex. We have um, Candido. Candido, Bupapi, which is uh, Carlos. We've done... Uh, I mean, there's there's, there's, just, there's probably like a lot of underground rappers that a lot of, yeah. maybe not, uh, not a lot of people uh, know of, but there's definitely um, a lot of people working within the city trying to protect the craft and trying because I mean, I, in my eyes, I see it obtainable, bringing it here, especially with the way the city and the area is growing. I see it as like there'll definitely be like eyes on different artists here eventually soon, and. and- in regards to the project that you're talking about, the documentary, mm-hmm. where was that filmed at? Everywhere. Everywhere. So like, there's clips from like. Um, so was was the artist here or? Yeah, he was here for okay. A while. He okay. he did his dual MFA, in uh, at the U of A, coming off of 21 national championships in speech and debate, mm. being HBO's uh, 
top poet and poetry slam. Poetry slam. I feel like I feel like I saw something where he might have performed. Yeah, no, this man is a it, he is a bona fide performer. He is somebody okay. when you see him, he electrifies. Wait, did he him. did he perform at that uh, at that uh, what's it called? All uh, young what's it called? young professionals. Probably yes, yes, yes. That's what it is. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. That's my boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember you saying because I remember we. I think I saw you and you were like, "Well, I'm gonna go see my friend that's gonna play or something like that." Yeah. Oh, that's cool. So is that when y'all filmed him when he was here around that time? We filmed him in so many different occasions that at this point, I don't know if that was one of them, but it's just like, um, he's somebody that when I saw him first play so people don't know this i was an actor on a latinx theater project i was one of the people that helped start it mm-hmm. well when we opened the new play festival down at theater squared i opened for his play called island trap okay. island trap went on to win best one-man show in new it like off broadway so it sold broadway. out it was one of the top shows in all of the world as in in the uk and so he comes from being the story is he's what was it GED to my MFA he drops out of of high school somehow finds himself at Western Kentucky travels around till he gets to Wiley College which is HBCU where he wins 21 with uh, Dr. Mm. Lindsey Graham who is a MacArthur Genius Award winner yes and (laughs) like to us it's like wait a minute he's sharing with us his story Mm -hmm. and his story happens to come through Arkansas in a way where we're growing and we want to do the same thing he's doing, which is uplift black and brown voices. Yeah. And so we're just like, we just linked and it just been. Kind of always in, like it has entrusted us with like telling a story. I mean, he obviously always has a um, like, guidance. So um, I mean, we kind of gotten to know him through the process of like all the compilations of videos he sent us when he was younger, when he was like oh, okay. a fifteen-year-old rapper to like now. Wow. And so it's kind of just like a three-part, four-part documentary so y'all have y'all finished it or is it like on the late it's, late stages of it's in like the late stages yeah. of wrapping up yeah this yeah. we got like two episodes probably locked in y'all don't have a uh, a release date yet and how how will y'all release it where will it be released this like i said this man has been in talks with a lot of different people in 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 the media industry scope what we're doing is trying to find the promotional avenue to get him fundraised enough so he can take that platform and just bounce it whether it be Netflix, whether it be HBO, whatever, you know? But the thing for us is like, we're trying to get him there. And we know that we can because the work that we've done really impresses the people that we're around. And we're mm-hmm. like, when we show people, they're like, this could be on this. This really does have that. And so to work with an art, an artist of that caliber and realize that we're also artists of that caliber, we just mm-hmm. need to keep go- going and growing because the age gap is maybe seven years, but you know that that's important to say something because we're working with with these type of influencers these type mm-hmm. of great people so i'm like the only thing i want to do is amplify the greatness because that's what i feel like i am i feel like i'm an amplifier you plug me into wherever my job is to make sure that you're heard my job is to make sure that you feel that that is ample you know that there's more love to gain that there's more things to do so you all mentioned so y'all have done documentaries music videos so y'all are open to any kind of media right yeah we're not really discriminating on the uh i guess genre of video uh we kind of like to talk like call us like i don't know like a one-stop shop media Mm -hmm. production team and like if we need like photos and i have done like 
promotional videos, or I guess a commercial for like a certain local businesses. Uh, shout out OZ Mobile, hit them up for car mm -hmm. detailing next summer. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Bison Bowls. We got something coming out here soon. We oh, got Bison Bowls. Yes, uh, they got delicious chipotle sandwich. The chipotle, the potato waffles, delicious. Favorite, Add avocado to that. That's a secret. <laughs> I'm just letting y'all know. That's <laughs> oof. And uh, yeah, so we kind of just, I mean. If you go onto my page, you're gonna see a lot of music videos because that's kind of like what I started doing. And I did that today. I was like, I see the music. Yeah, videos. <laughs> everything, everything that we've kind of learned to whether it's like the music or like how to edit and shoot and what like f stop means on a, mm -hmm. on a camera was all learned on YouTube. I mean, I would like to go to school, but uh, I mean, I think we've gotten pretty yeah, far. Yeah, and that that being said, like school isn't the only way to learn because he did Shout also go to like FPTV. He was at the Fable Public Access, Public Access Television and he took the courses there. I've seen this boy speak to like uh, Mario Trancoso who's a, he's an eight or 10 time Emmy Award winning documentarian. <laughs> like when you decide that this is what you love, when you decide that this is what you wanna do, it don't matter. If you keep your mind to it, you're gonna find people that are doing the exact same thing that are gonna wanna feed you because they see that passion. Passion will always get you places. Well, even some of the biggest the biggest YouTubers, you know, like they don't even go to school for it yeah. and they learn how to edit. You know, either they pay someone that knows how to edit, but for the most part, they didn't go to school either. So it's kind of like practice is what, what really makes- Definitely put in a lot of hours. A person's craft. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm excited about what y'all are doing and uh, where can people reach out if they're if they're interested in hiring y'all i mean i'm more active on instagram we're trying to get more active on facebook because uh, we know that's a big market we're missing out on um but instagram uh, underscore e man ev um it's kind of our out of city limits o-u-t-t-a city limits so uh that's our other instagram and if you want to reach out to me i'm top of period t-o sam on instagram <laughs> But you can also get us at outofcitylimits at menagepa.com if you want to email us. Um, and like we said, we work on all types of media. So in, in, in that, we just want to make sure people understand it's not, it's not we're just music video, we're just this. We literally want to make y'all look as best as possible. As, as fresh as possible. Yes, <laughs> because we understand. Because I understand your value, you feel me? Like, I'm tired of going into other Instagram pages, other people's, like, more funded, possibly, businesses, like Cream. And then I look at Vargas Fruteria, and I'm like, I love the Fruteria, but I need to find a way where the people that have this market over here get to see, like, how fresh it is. Because mm. these people take really, really good pictures, and people go for the aesthetic more than the actual food, and that mm. bothers me. Yeah. You know, because I I know how how much love is in here, mm -hmm. and it needs to be explained in a better way. Mm, I feel you. Well, check out Outer City Limits. You can find them on Instagram, or you can reach out to Sam or Manny where they plug their social medias at. And uh, yeah, if you need any music video, documentary, or any kind of video, yes. they're your go-to people. But that's the end of the uh, episode for this week. Thank you all for tuning in. Shout Manny, Manny yeah. and, and Sam, thank you both for joining us. And everybody, we will see you all next week.